Welcome to the Pain With Me podcast. This is where we'll talk everything periods, pain, energy around the uterus, working while on your period, various uterine and health-related conditions, and so much more. Welcome back to the Pain With Me podcast. I hope you're all well. It's the end of August already, but I'm 100% ready for fall, honey. (laughs) I have been making apple grumble and it is time for autumn to arrive. Let's go, please. Also, this is the 10th episode of my podcast. How crazy is that? Thank you all so much for the continual support. I'm surprised that more than three people want to hear me talk. And yet I know how important it is for me to be doing this. Pain with me is so needed and has already helped people not feel alone. So I need to push the imposter syndrome aside and tell her to shut her face. This episode will be a little bit different. It's a mix of a bunch of thoughts, statements, and validation. For my 10th episode, I kind of wanted to extend a thank you and also just touch on the subject of how important a community is. So let's get into it. On that note, I met someone really sweet and kind a few weeks ago at a friend's wedding. I've made a video about this on my Instagram, but I wanted to recap here for my listeners. So we're at the wedding. Yanis and I have a little plate of delicious hors d'oeuvres and we find a round table. Yanis is my husband, for those of you who don't know. I knew a few other people at the wedding, but not that many. So we go to the table and a super cute and sweet looking couple was on the other side of the table. And one of the two just started a conversation with us, which I'm honestly so grateful for. After, you know, classic little small talk, our conversation led to the, what do you do? Which I'm so glad is not the main question people lead with as much now, because we are not defined by what we do for work. I currently am definitely feeling more fulfilled as I grow this podcast, this page, this community, and I'm developing other ends on the business. However, There are so many out there who are not happy with what they do to pay the bills, so we should not put so much emphasis on what people do for work. Anyway, back to the story. Hello, ADHD. (laughs) So I mentioned pain with me, what I do and what I want to do, and her face just lit up. Not only that, but her partner's face did too. She went on to tell me of her own uterine condition and period pain, and both Yanis and her partner had the biggest smiles on their faces as they saw us chatting away. We related on like so many subjects, swapped period stories and experiences, hello shared trauma, and it was wholesome on so many levels. Honestly, seeing her partner and Yanis just get along and they were just chatting and They actually ended up swapping stories of their experiences with us and our pain and how they couldn't believe people reacted to period pain, how they couldn't believe the level of gaslighting we got and still get from medical professionals. It was such an amazing feeling to know that I wasn't alone and that my experience wasn't just a one-off. Of course, I've had many others share their experiences with me, especially one similar to mine, but this was different because we didn't even know each other and this is what we connected on. After talking about periods and period pain, we kind of, you know, changed topics and stuff, but it was just so nice that we all connected and fast forward to the end of the night, we're saying our goodbyes, exchanging socials, all that jazz. And she thanked me. She thanked me for making her feel like she wasn't alone. She thanked me for what I'm doing and told me how needed a community is, how needed this community is. 
And I'm honestly tearing up now just even thinking about it. I didn't know I needed that until I heard it. Like I mentioned before, the ugly face of imposter syndrome often shows her face, and I am so sick of her. A community where we can talk openly about periods and learn about our bodies and conditions is so necessary. No, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a uterine specialist or medically trained. But so what? I am someone who experiences chronic pain. I am someone who has been waiting for a diagnosis for years and continues to get thrown around like a piece of meat. I need to find a better analogy for that because I'm a vegetarian. I'm ignored, gaslit, and cast aside. Last year, I needed to know that I wasn't the only one and I didn't do anything with that need until recently. I created Pain With Me with the intention of having a support group, but it's already so much more than that. I have folks sharing their period stories with me, asking for advice on certain things like period products, recipes, exercises, never medical advice because I'm not a profesh, but I do share my own experiences. I I have people thanking me for even just creating the space, even if they're not ready to share yet. It took me a while to realize this, but I think periods and period education is my calling. Helping those who menstruate learn about their bodies. Finding the good doctors and good professionals who help and listen and support and give them a space to help so many others because I know they're out there. I want to create a universe. That's a term my good friend Steph came up with and I told her I was taking it with her blessing. <laughs> For context, I was explaining the terms uter partner and uterus from Pain With Me. So uter partner is a partner or a person who supports all uterine issues, periods, and period pain. Uterus is the exact same thing, and I want it to be known that it doesn't have a gender associated. Just like, just a general term. Like, hey sis, you know? Very rarely will you actually say that to your sister. You know what I mean? So, anyways, I was chatting with her, and she told me to go forward with both terms to use all the uter terms and create a uterverse. So, here we are. Instead of Spider-Man and the multiverse, it's Melissa and the universe. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to reach out to Marvel, see if they want to make a movie. So there's something else that I want to mention. I don't think people understand just how dehumanizing these experiences can be. Imagine knowing something is wrong with you and the people who are supposed to help you don't listen to you. Now imagine you have to continue going to see those people, but you switch up which ones you see and they still all have the same reaction to you and to you sharing what you're experiencing. So now the doctors and specialists aren't taking you seriously and you're already defeated. Imagine then you go to work and you're having a particular painful day, uterine or period wise. You tell your boss you'll be a little slower today because God forbid you take a day off for your health and it'd be taken well by management or clients. And then your boss gaslights you too. Your colleagues might even start talking shit behind your back because you're going to a lot of appointments, yet you still seem to not be getting any better. So let's recap. We have the doctors and specialists ignoring you, your manager gaslighting you, your colleagues not believing you, and then imagine you go home and your partner or your family doesn't believe you either or thinks it's just a little cramp and tells you to get over it. They don't know because you might not have a diagnosis yet. They don't know what it feels like because they've never experienced it, but it doesn't mean your pain isn't real. Just because you haven't seen a shark in real life doesn't mean they don't exist. Or just because you haven't had a million dollars in your bank account doesn't mean a million dollars doesn't exist. 
there's proof that these conditions exist, that period pain and uterine conditions and all these things exist. But for some reason, people only seem to be able to understand if they can relate personally. And that's a problem. Can you imagine being so alone and having to live through this pain completely on your own? I know what this feels like. I have had support from my family, but when I was living on my own, an old boyfriend of mine didn't understand my pain and therefore didn't believe it was as bad as I was saying. I had some male colleagues ask me if I was using my period as an excuse to get out of doing work. I had a manager shut me down from telling him about my period pain because it made him uncomfortable. I cannot imagine going through that without a supportive family. But at that time, they weren't next to me. I didn't live with them, and I felt so alone. That is why this community is important. Whether you have a support system or not, no one will ever know what you're going through 100% unless they are experiencing the same or similar pain. My husband is the most supportive person. He never gaslights me, never ignores my pain, never thinks I'm exaggerating. He always asks me what I need, helps me whenever I need it, and always listens to me, even if it's just a vent about my pain. He will, however, never know exactly what I'm going through, at least not like my cousin who has PCOS or my colleague who has endometriosis. Those are different conditions with different levels of pain, yes, but we have each other to support and lean on. We never downplay pain, and usually we always relate when it comes to our traumatic experiences because, hey, nothing brings people together like collective trauma. There's also this narrative that because it's uterine pain or related to a period, that it isn't as bad as it actually is or as bad as someone is saying it is. I have no fucking clue where that narrative started, but it's insane how incorrect it is. Have you heard of the latest studies comparing period cramps to heart attacks? Heart attacks. Okay, the whole periods aren't as bad as being kicked in the balls debate is probably one of the things that pisses me off the most. I do not want to punch someone in the throat more than when they bring that up because it is the stupidest argument I've ever heard. Don't get me wrong. Some bleeders have no pain. They have a period and may have some PMS symptoms. Some may have a bit of a back pain or a few cramps. But the amount of people who have debilitating conditions is ever-growing. So keep your damn argument to yourself, Chad. I know a lot of you and a lot of people who bring that up probably haven't had a heart attack, so they don't even know what the comparison is in terms of level of pain. And I honestly hope you never find out and to never find out myself. Also, unless you've tested the period simulator, you won't get it. Here's a tip. If anyone brings up the periods aren't as bad as being kicked in the balls thing, kick them in the balls and see at how many kicks they ask you to stop. No, I'm totally kidding. Please don't do that. (laughs) I'm not promoting violence. I'm not promoting violence. 100% joking. (laughs) Okay. But if you do want a comparison, if Chad does bring that up, okay, and he is saying, hey, periods aren't as bad as being kicked in the balls. Ask him if he's ever been hit so hard in the balls that he tasted it in his throat. Yes, I said tasted the hit in their throat. When you get really, 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 really hurt, you feel that. When something freaking hurts, you feel it in your throat. And I know you know what I'm talking about. If slash when he says yes, tell him that period cramps are like that. Every five minutes, usually for three to five days straight, and in many, many cases, 
a week or two before the period. See how he reacts and watch them shut up. And if he doesn't, then there's probably no point in continuing the conversation. I also want to make one thing very clear. You are not in someone else's body. You do not get to decide if someone is faking it or not. If someone is exaggerating their pain or experience. That's not on you to decide. You also don't get to give any medical advice. Unless, of course, you're a medical professional and this is your specialty. You do get to share your experiences if you've gone through something similar. But don't you dare compare your broken arm to my period pain because they are not at all the same. Don't invalidate someone's pain by sharing a story of when you were in a different kind of pain. It isn't the same. You might be thinking it's nice of you to compare and you want them to feel understood, but the reality is that we know only those with the same conditions or experiencing the same pain can relate. Again, your broken arm isn't relatable to my period pain. I know that you're probably sharing from a good place, but trust me, the person sharing their period pain with you just wants you to listen. They want you to validate their pain, their experiences. They want support. They know that you probably don't have the same type of pain and experiences, and that's okay. If they've trusted you with sharing their period pain, that's already such a big step for them because chances are they've been gaslit by someone at some point in their life and it forced them to stop talking and keep their period pain to themselves. You are not a bad person if you've done this. Okay, on the contrary, you are trying. But you can also ask someone what they need or what would make them feel better when they're sharing. And that goes for anything, not just period pain. A lot of people, especially the older generations, don't understand that sometimes we just need to vent or share or talk to someone. We don't need advice. On that same note, your advice may be doing more harm than good because it isn't actually advice. I don't feel less validated than when I share my period pain and someone says, well, why haven't you gotten tests done? Or why don't you go see another doctor? As if I'm not taking any steps myself. Do you really think I'm just sitting here in pain wallowing in self-pity and calling it a day? No, I've done so much. I've gone to so many different doctors, specialists, clinics, nutritionists, medical professionals, name it. I've had this pain since I was 14. Do you really think I haven't tried? I've done so much research, tried different prescriptions, different birth controls, different period products, different diets, exercises, all of it. There is nothing that makes me feel more helpless than when someone assumes I'm not doing anything or that I've just rolled with it. The reality is no one will listen or take our pain seriously. We already know period pain has been normalized, but just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. That's a big one, and I'm going to say it again. Just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. Please stop trying to give people medical advice or general advice about things you don't know about. You may only know half the story as well. I'm sure as shit sick of telling my awful doctor and specialist stories because it's like, another one? Really? So please, don't invalidate someone's pain. And it's okay for you to ask them what they need. Okay. I've touched a lot of random things that I didn't really know where to place, so I made one episode about it. I, I really want to validate you, dear listener. Your pain is valid. If you have less pain than I do, it is still pain, and it is still valid. Same goes if you have more. If you have a condition, or if you don't have a diagnosis yet, 
no matter what, your pain is valid and I am here for you. When we cannot rely on those who are meant to help us or those who are meant to support us, we should have somewhere to turn to. Let pain with me become that for you. Let's share our pain, share our awful experiences, and validate each other in the process. Let's help each other realize that no, we aren't crazy and we aren't imagining our pain. And most importantly, we are not alone. For those of you listening that don't have pain, strive to be a uter partner or a uterus, someone who supports and understands period and uterine pain, even if you aren't experiencing the same thing. Again, just because you aren't personally going through it doesn't mean it isn't real. To those of you who already support, understand, listen, and are a part of someone's journey, thank you. The 14-year-old girl in me thanks you. The one who thought something was wrong with her because of how much pain she was in. The one who at every stage in her life has been ignored, cast aside, told to get over it, told she's exaggerating, told she was gross for sharing. She thanks you. One person supporting someone's pain and journey can make such a difference. So please... Remember that next time someone shares their period or uterine pain and stories with you. So this was kind of a smorgasbord, (laughs) I can't say that, type of episode, variety of things basically. If there's one takeaway, it's that your pain is valid and you're not alone in this. The takeaway for those without pain is to strive to be a uter partner or uterus. And yes, I will milk the shit out of these terms because I think they're super cool. (laughs) Yes, I made them. So what? You got to be your own number one fan, am I right? (laughs) So thank you for listening to this episode with a string of thoughts and some random rants. Thank you for the continuous support. I honestly can't wait to see where pain with me goes. My goal is really to create a space and community, and I know it's already getting there. As usual, share your stories with me. There's a period story form you can fill out. It's actually linked in the show notes. It's also in my link tree. If you wish, you can support this podcast via Spotify with a donation or buy me a tea, also in my link tree. I appreciate you all so much, and I wouldn't be here without my own uter partners and uter sisses. So, and I said uter sisses. The uter partners and uter sis is in my life. <laughs> so shout out to all of you. The continual support really makes me feel so good. And again, I know that pain with me is necessary. So... Thank you all again. Let's continue to build this community. Have a great week and remember, you're not alone.